1: Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to, to tell, tell on the, the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things you tell us about. And uh, it's a chatty podcast about two comedians who are scared of everything. Uh, we don't really research stuff. It's more fly by the seat of your pants. Um, so think of it kind of like if Don Knotts um, was in Saw and he like saw one of the traps and he said, oh, no, I'm getting out of here. It's just like that. It is just like that. W- complete with Don Knotts.
0: I would love to see Don Knotts being left out of like uh, a sort of a, a saw or hostile type situation because he's not a hot teen. Yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't
0: understand. Everything's torturing. Huh? <laughs> Why, Why bring to me?
1: Why bring me to the torture house at all?
0: I don't know. I'm feeling left out. <laughs> it's more Jimmy Stewart. I don't really – I'm not an impressionist. No, okay?
1: I think I think that – here's the thing. I think that Mr. Bone from Doug was sort of like a Don Knot slash Jimmy Stewart impression. So I think those two are sort of soul sisters.
0: They are. They are sisters, whatever they are.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, hey, Anna, it's probably a time when people are uh, uh, maybe drinking whatever sort of nog they prefer – or yeah. uh, wrapping presents or trying to get in some semblance of a holiday mood. And, I like um, bread nog. Bread nog, yes. It's a loaf. I prefer as many carbs as possible in my nog. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did I ever tell you about one time my nephew Devin walked in. Uh, uh, this is like years ago. He was probably five or six. And he saw me drinking something and he said, is that ba humbug?" And I said, "What's Bah Humbug?" And he said, "I don't know." <laughs> oh, you have
0: the most perfect nieces and nephews in the entire world.
1: <laughs> Never have two people been more confused about anything in the history of mankind than in that moment.
0: Oh my God! You both were like this idiot. We're <laughs> not idiot. No, they're just like this kooky dookie.
1: <laughs> this oh is the God. same. This is the same nephew who. Um, told the joke, where at the time he was very, very little and had a speech impediment. And he said, guess what? And I said, what? And he said, dick and butt. They're perfect children. Perfect children. Um, Um, Speaking of children, um, we asked
0: our listeners, who are much like, you know, that were responsible for them, (laughs) to send in holiday horrors. Holiday horrors. Holiday horrors. Um, And we're going to read your scary stories to you. Um, for Christmas
1: we'd love it thank you so much what a gift to us and hopefully a gift to you all as well
0: yes Um, now this email I do want to read because I think it's good Um, (laughs) but it involves something that's a big trigger for me which is in fact uh, this conspiracy theory that dogs die Um, I don't believe it I know that our (laughs) listeners have different beliefs Um, believe what you will but this this email does reference a dog doing the D word and I can't bring myself to say it. So I've decided to replace the word dog with landlord. Um, not that landlords should die. I just think that we'll all be okay if I just do that.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's more everyone of a, everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's more of a, Oh, rather than a, I have to be sad about this for a long time.
0: You're like, a, Oh,
1: I can't believe that.
0: Whoa. Okay, great. Um, this email comes to us from Annie and the subject line is real Christmas horror. <laughs> Hi, Anna and Andrew. I'm a big fan of the pod. and I feel like the three of us have become friends during the pandemic. I find myself exclaiming Andrew in an Anna of voice quite a bit while doing the dishes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's sweet. That's so nice. Because we are such good friends. <laughs> oh, my God We are. <laughs> I wanted to share this Christmas horror with you, although it may be too macabre for the pod. 18 years ago, my family was in a bit of a crisis. My dad had passed away from a terminal illness in late September while my mom was in need of open-heart surgery to deal with a congenital defect. Oh, so sorry. Oh, gosh. Wanting to be there for us in our grief, she put off the surgery as long as possible but couldn't delay anymore when December hit. She had her, th- her surgery, which, thank God, was a success. She still has her mechanical valve artery nearly two decades later. Huh. Unfortunately, that was not the end of my Christ- my family's health woes. Our beloved landlord, <laughs> <laughs> then aged 16, <laughs> oh, no. stopped eating a few days before Christmas. Oh, no. My mom was still unable to move and pretty drugged up from her surgery. So my brother, who was the only one old enough to drive, took the landlord to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> the vet said he should put her down, but my brother couldn't bear to do that to my sister mom and I so he brought her home and hoped for the best. <gasps> on Christmas Eve, my brother went to midnight mass while the rest of us went to bed. A boy going to mass by himself wow. while the girls go to
1: sleep. I can't tell whether that's very hot or concerning.
0: It's both.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's it.
0: Which depending on what kind of people you date, that's the same one and the same. <laughs> hot and concerning? That's hot. <laughs> um well, the rest of us went to bed when he got home, the landlord tried to get up to greet him, but fell over and could not get back up. Not sure what to do. My brother woke me up. We put our landlord on the couch and tried to make her comfortable, but we're at a loss after that. We were only 17 and 15. Oh. Um, So we decided to call, we needed to call in a real adult. Problem was, the only adult available to us was my mom, still drugged up from surgery. Oh. My mom was present enough to realize that this was the end for our dear Cassidy. No, Cassidy. Hi Cassidy, sorry the <laughs> sink is broken
1: <laughs> We know you're still technically a miner But you own this building So someone's got to oh do something God.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now And save up to 60% on hotels So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City Go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda You never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today Your savings are waiting Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase that's shopify.com slash special offer: Oh God, um, I just realizes the end for our dear Cassidy, but didn't handle it as well as she could have. She had me wake up my sister then aged 10 at 2 am so <gasps> that we could take a series of photos with the dying landlord. Oh. She still has the pictures featuring group and individual shots.
1: <laughs> oh no! Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Where we were all clearly crying, and at my dog's, my mom's instruction, oh, held up Cassidy's head since she couldn't do it. On her.
1: Oh my! Group and individual photos oh. like you ran into Matthew Lillard at Red Lobster. Wow!
0: Oh my God! He was he was very nice about it. <laughs> My brother agreed to stay with her until she passed at about 5 a.m. He wrapped her in sheets and put her on the uninsulated back porch. Being winter in Chicago, it was too cold to bury her and nowhere was open to cremate a dog on Christmas Day, da-da-da, go figure. So we opened Christmas presents under the tree, knowing that Cassidy was in full rigor on the porch. (laughs) Cassidy,
1: no. Wrapped
0: in the Lion King sheets my sister had gotten a few Christmases before. This is the year my sister stopped believing in Santa. No. It's oh. probably high time at age 10. I feel like that's,
1: ever. I don't that know. That feels I, about No one
0: that. ever wants to out themselves as having believed in Santa <laughs> for the wrong amount of time.
1: Um, it's time for more of that representation, I think.
0: Uh, but there may be some relation to the events of that Christmas. I hope the story doesn't depress you too much. In the Jacobs family, it is a legendary tale that makes us laugh every time we tell it. Though we won't see each other for Christmas due to the pandemic, we have the memory of a truly disastrous Christmas to bring us together and keep Uh, us from feeling too sad. I hope our Murphy's Law Christmas brings you some dark humor, too. Love, Annie.
1: Annie. P.S.
0: P.S. The only possibly ghostly thing related to the story is that our next landlord, Casey Jones, (laughs) absolutely refused to hang out on the radiator in the living room, which had been Cassidy's favorite spot in life. (gasps) Or the couch that she died on, though she would happily jump up on any other piece of furniture. We like to think Cassidy cleaned those buds for eternity. What a
1: good landlord. That's a good landlord. How nice to have two good landlords in a row. Really hard to do. Really tricky. Oh my gosh, that made me laugh. So, you know, here's the thing. I do think the sadness and funniness of Christmas go hand in hand. Any sort of thing where there are expectations that everything has to be perfect, like inevitably things are going to go wrong. And I think being able to enjoy and find strength in a disaster and sadness around the holidays is a huge saving grace. Oh, my God.
0: The like very, very small pivot that you do in your brain between – finding something upsetting and angering and finding it funny is just so slight. But once you do it, it's a completely different,
1: um, yeah, we, my family, I mean, I've, I've had, I've had conjunctivitis on Christmas. I've had headlights on Christmas. I, my, oh. gra- my grandma, um, an oxygen tank fell from an upper shelf and sliced her leg open. Um, oh. my mom broke her back in a Costco's parking lot. Um, oh, and then one year, everything turned out to be fine. But one year, our dog Grit went missing, and we couldn't figure out where he was. And what had happened was uh, he had slept under my parents' bed as we were watching a Christmas Carol. Um, but he had just he had just outgrown being under the bed, and he couldn't get out. But he was kind of too self conscious, I think, to make much noise. And so the only reason we we found him is that we were like looking everywhere, and I was distressed, and I sat down by my parents' bed, and then I just felt (laughs) truly the equivalent of a dog tapping me on the shoulder to be like, "Eh, help. (laughs) Wait, from where? Uh, From behind the, he was under the bed, and he was like just trying to edge through, and his paw just grazed me to be like, I'm here. (laughs) On your foot? Um, on my back, I was le- I was like distressed, sitting on the floor oh, with lean- my back against oh, the bed. Oh my
0: god, grit. yeah, grit, that poor animal. And then or we had to l- say rainbow.
1: Yeah, oh, rainbow, rainbow, grit, whichever whichever one you prefer. But then we had to lift the bed for him to get out. Um, and I think he was forever oh. changed after that. <laughs> uh, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? Of course. Um, that was such a lovely story, Annie. Thank you for sending it. Thank you so much.
0: And, you know the the phrase all landlords go to heaven. So
1: all landlords go to heaven, starring uh, Burt Reynolds, right? Of course, yeah, he played the dog. He played the dog, <laughs> um, and I have another story here, um, and this one makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't, I won't give the subject because uh, I think it's kind of a spoiler. Uh, but this is from Anastasia. Hi, Andrew and Anna. I love the pod. A while back, I was listening to the episode about the green ribbon, and my six-year-old overheard it. Who boy? Uh, The who boy is my own. Sorry, that was uh, artistic license. Um, My six-year-old overheard it. Cue lots of questions about the story and explanations about the ribbon holding the woman's head on. Eventually, she accepted this plight as one that is prone to happen to women now and again and moved on with her life. (laughs) Recently, we were playing pretend, and I couldn't help but notice some eerie parallels to the Green Ribbon story. So, this is Anastasia's uh, six-year-old make-believe game. She was a young girl in a floral swim hat, and I, a young boy. Oh. She, <laughs> she prompted hat. in a swim hat, which is very sweet. She prompted me to ask why she always wore the hat, to which she replied that she would tell me when the time was right. As major life events passed, our first date, graduation, our wedding, I was prompted to ask again and again about the hat, always to the same reply When the time is right, I will tell you. Finally, a stuffed rabbit was shoved up her shirt, and boom, she fell oh. pregnant. And just like that, it was time for the rabbit to be birthed. The baby's crowning! Ask me about the hat! She exclaimed. <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. The baby's crowning. Me. Ask, me, Ask what? me about the hat. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. And,
1: uh, I am truly weeping.
0: <laughs> the baby's crowning. Ask baby's me about crown- the hat. Who is talking?
1: Um, this is the six-year-old child.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but in the in the story.
1: Is it the baby? Is it the rabbit? Is it the I think it is the I think it is the the woman who is giving birth. Um okay. she exclaimed, it turned out this was the moment I'd been waiting for. This was when the time was right. Upon asking about the hat once more, she swiftly removed the hat to reveal what she had been hiding for all these years. She was bald.
0: i'm calling the police
1: (laughs) we replayed the scenario many times that night and she was equally as gleeful to reveal her bald head after each baby's crowning oh my god my god i hope you enjoyed this updated rendition as much as i did merry christmas and happy hanukkah anastasia
0: (laughs) this is amazing this is amazing.
1: <laughs> I, I'm so bewildered also by a six-year-old child understanding the term crowning in terms of childbirth. Good Lord. I guess like if your mother has had a baby. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe you have questions and yeah, your your parents just explain it to you um, accurately. I, that can't be. <laughs> no, no. not too weird. It's the children who are wrong. Um, I can't believe that Anastasia, that you, you got a great six-year-old. Congratulations. This is
0: heaven on earth. Oh my God. First, a swim hat. I think we're all picturing the same thing.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. What are you picturing?
0: I'm picturing a sun hat that I guess has like flowers on the hat part that look sort of like a swim cap.
1: Yes, I. that's how I feel as well. I In my head, and maybe, Anastasia, you can correct us or send us a picture of the hat, I imagine there must be some sort of fastening element to it beneath for a child. You know, like yeah. it's holding the hat to the head so the kid can go in the water. A head strap. Um. Oh, my God. This made my whole holiday season. <laughs> I feel good permanently. I feel permanently good. Anna, were were you like a make believe game kid? Yeah, I was. I
0: mostly pretended my bike was a horse. Great. Um, the the sort of like uh, tragic family uh, make believe games that they play on Pen Fifteen felt mm-hmm. eerily uh, familiar. <laughs> where it's like uh, I'm married and coming home, and I'm so tired. <laughs> Um, the two of them are like, my husband drank my, uh, all the, our money away again. I need to borrow money. Oh my God. Um, it's very, very, very funny. Oh. Um, yeah, I know that you were.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. There were a lot, mine were very elaborate. It was a lot of kind of, um, confused kids from my class coming over and me being like, okay, we're in Baroque time period. You don't want to get married to someone. I am a loot player who lives in the castle. Like, it was always, like, way too many oh details God. leading up to what the game would actually be. That's perfect. Um, the Warren brothers and I also used to play a game called Element Robots <gasps> where we would play robots who could control different elements. But after a while, you know, there are only four basic elements, and we, we began to get kind of... Like, at one point, I think elements were, like, Technology and wolves. I mean, guess who's that? That's perfect, though. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a good game. It was a really good game.
0: Well, I'm happy for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but Anastasia, this is a real, real treat. I'm also I'm so curious for those of you who have kids whose kids end up hearing the podcast. Um, I hope I hope everything's going okay. You know, we don't want to mess anybody up.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, please write in if your kids are acting weird and it's not from, like, not seeing any other kids <laughs> that much and, like, not really talking to anyone. Like, if you can pinpoint that it's specifically our podcast, please let us know. I
1: know. I know. We'll adjust. We'll adjust accordingly. Um, I know my, my niece, Elise, occasionally tunes in. Um, and I know I've told this story before, but I just as a as a, uh the holidays are a time for remembering so i I'm not even going to put twenty dollars in the Chris Ryan Memorial fund for repeating this story, but uh something I just find so funny is one time Chris was reading her a book about a skeleton who's going to a school of monsters, and in the background of one of the pages, there was like a kind of vague monster that had a skull like face with fangs and was wearing a hood. And she asked Chris, like, what's – what is that? And he was like, I don't know. And she thought for a second and then very offhand was just like, oh, it's probably just a ghoul.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: That That's really out. good. Love that one.
0: Like just the calm, like problem-solving demeanor of a first AD on a film set.
1: Yeah. yeah. Talk, oh, it's probably a ghoul. Uh, it's a, they're probably a ghoul. Yeah, talking about like what sort of antique pipe is used in this house. Like it just feels oh, yeah. like such a master. <laughs> um (laughs) she queen she queen so Anna um how are you how what's what are you looking forward to about the holidays what's what's on the agenda
0: um I don't know I'm looking forward to uh seeing my parents with masks on they're not far away from us so we're gonna zip car over and sort of hose each other down and cry (laughs) um but yeah we have no we're I guess going to go away, but a, a little.
1: it feels, yeah, things feel tense for sure. Yeah. What about you? Um, okay. Here's something that I'm very excited about, um, which is surprise. Maybe one of the gayest things I've said. Um, I, I got a, a, a cake tin that is, uh, shaped like a very intricate gingerbread house. Uh huh.
0: Uh,
1: and I'm really excited to use it. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. So it's like different parts are the like the walls and stuff? Well,
1: it's like, you know, it's like a whole gingerbread entity. Like the whole – it's kind of like – it sort of functions like a bunt pan, but instead of the center where the hole would be is like a chimney. Um, Got it. And it, I have to say it's gorgeous. I don't know whether I'll be able to decorate it appropriately. I'm probably going to lean heavy on Chris's knack for precision. Um, but let's just – send your thoughts and prayers for the for the cake to escape from the tin successfully and I will share the results.
0: Please do. I can't picture it, but please post a picture on the stories.
1: I will, I will. It's almost better that you can't picture it, because then expectations aren't high.
0: Oh, yeah, I see what you mean.
1: Um, Okay, perfect. Oh, also, this is just one little short uh, message we got that I thought was uh, uh, um, a good little tidbit. Um, Okay, so this is from Andy T. uh, And the subject is, fun fact about Perkta. Uh, if you if you remember, Frau Perkta is a um, uh, Christmas character we covered at the beginning of the month, who's sort of a witch monster who comes and slits lazy kids' stomachs open around Christmas time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hi, Andrew and Anna. I loved your Perkta episode. My husband and I noticed the other night after our first watch of the 2015 classic Krampus that the killer angel is named Perkta. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Krampus, the movie, Perk to plays a minion of Krampus who famously tries to hang Tony Collette with a string of holiday lights. Photo included for reference. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. Should I send you this picture, I Anna? Yes. Um, it's a very scary angel. But what a good little, what a good little Easter egg. Thank you, Andy. This movie was so good.
0: I this really movie uh... was my knives out. Ah. Oh my god, I fucking remember that. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, it's like a doll thing.
1: Yes. Yeah, like a tree topper angel that's all effed up.
0: Who would have this?
1: I just love it. And Anna, you and I, you and Chris and I saw it in theaters. Um, did. Totally empty theater. And what a treat. This is a really fun, this is a really fun. we have off- been married
0: for like 11 minutes.
1: <laughs> we had been married for, we went straight from the church to the movie theater to watch Krampus. Yes. I believe that was the night Chris coined the phrase, cramp me once, cramp on you. Cramp me twice, cramp, cramp, cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Very good.
0: I don't remember that. Thank you for reminding me. What perfect. (laughs) You're very welcome. What a man. What a man.
1: What a mighty good man. Um, Anna, this has been so much fun doing holiday related spooky stories. The heaven, the best, the good. And, uh, and everybody, thank you so much for sending your stories. We know we didn't get to all of them. There were so many good ones. We have a back catalog uh, for future holiday episodes for sure. Um, but we hope you're having a really nice holiday season or the best one, uh, possible under the circumstances.
0: Yeah. Uh, just find ways to be nice to yourself a little bit
1: where you can. Yeah. I, I love a little thing that I saw someone post, which was just like, Hey, if you can't be where you want to be or with the people who you really wish you could be with something nice you can do for yourself is, um, donate to charities and organizations you believe in. Um, and also uh, make or order uh, dishes that you really enjoy that make you feel good or make you, um, that you have like fond memories of.
0: Yes, that's nice.
1: Always a pledge.
0: Oh, good. Well, Andrew, I love you very much. Oh, you're Anna. Christmas, You're a Christmas king.
1: I love you very much. And you, much like Lucy of Charlie Brown's Christmas special, are the Christmas queen.
0: <gasps> I didn't know that was her title.
1: Well, she regrets not being cast as a Christmas queen in the in the uh um recital that they're doing.
0: <laughs> she's a Christmas queen, but she's also really funny, but she's like mean and you can't do her makeup.
1: <laughs> I will say we did watch uh, Charlie Brown Christmas last night and the recitation of um Charlie Brown's little sister Sally saying the line, "All I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share." really speaks to my 2020. Oh my god. <laughs> All those kids are not going to be okay. No, Uh, but we know that you guys are all going to be okay. And we just want to thank you all for being such an amazing listenership this past year. Uh, We love you guys all very much and are so very grateful for how supportive and funny and wonderful you all are.
0: Yes, agreed. Um, Be kind to yourselves and all of you in regards to 2020.
1: Get Get out. out forever
0: dog this has been a forever dog production scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey produced by tracy soren original theme music by chris ryan cover art by bats langley to listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.